Hi, Father Kennedy here with a reflection on the third Sunday for Lent. Have you ever said to yourself, or even out loud, while you were being shown the door by a modicum of force, what right do you have to do this? Or my all-time fallback, when all seems lost, I've been thrown out of better places than this. It is a sentiment that seems to try and cover any embarrassment or shame associated with being tossed out of a place you were in. I suppose there are other things we think of too, but ultimately, when we find ourselves on the other side of the door as it just closed in our face, we have a tendency to wipe off our hands, we brush our clothes off, and we begin to move away from the moment. While it doesn't happen very often, I think of the famous line, that Jesus instructed his disciples to use when they were in a similar situation. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that home or that town and shake the dust off your feet as you leave. Mark 6, verse 11. This week's gospel for the third Sunday of Lent has us hearing the story of Jesus throwing the money changers out of the temple. He was furious to find them desecrating the father's house. On that particular day, he created quite a scene. He caused much anger and consternation among the money changers and the Jewish elders who were present. He shamed them for doing something that they had been doing for generations. It was their livelihood. And I can only imagine the conversation among themselves as they were thrown out of the temple. They pulled themselves together, and they probably set up makeshift stalls right outside the temple someplace. When the Jews asked Jesus what right did he have to do this, he said, You destroy this temple, and I will raise it up in three days. Those hearing him were confused. They thought he was talking about rebuilding a stone structure. But the passage tells us, He was talking about his body. For Jesus, God dwells in the human person. In other words, each human being is sacred. Each human being is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Each human being is the image and likeness of God to be honored, respected, and dignified as God sees and loves each of them. Our Lenten journey, if it is done well, has us thinking over, at some point, how we treat each other. It's an uncomfortable exercise. We are all individuals who have strengths and limitations. None of us is perfect, but human nature, being what it is, has a tendency to focus on the limitations of each other. We give more credence to the stuff that makes us angry about people in front of us. We are quick to notice the flaws of others, and yet we're shy about acknowledging their strengths. Over time, our hearts become hardened as we begin to treat others warily because of the flaws that they have. It's kind of like we desecrate them, if you will, by turning our backs on them, ignoring them, even when we live under the same roof talking to others about their inadequacies, 
and how they make us mad. And yet we never, ever go back and say, you know what? Here's what I love about you. We do all of this so unthinkingly that we forget who people are, that they are a temple of the Holy Spirit, a dwelling place for God. And in the process, we also forget ourselves too, because that's who we are. Focusing on people's flaws is debilitating for them and for us too. It's a burden which we place on others to try to be something and we never know whether or not they meet the mark. Who do we think we are? The only people we can change is ourselves. We can admit our faults, but we also need to admit our strengths. The journey we are on during these 40 days, and actually our whole lifetime, is solely directed to the good we share with each other, not the bad. And when somebody is unable to do that, we bear the responsibility to always take the higher road and love them as God loves them. When we are able to soften our hearts, to bring things up that has a tendency to get into in our way of loving ourselves, God, and others, we have more than a passing chance to succeed at doing that with others, even the least lovable person in our midst. And that person just might be ourselves. When we violate our sacredness and diminish others for whatever reasons, we need to let the words of Jesus in the temple that day ring in our ears to stop making my father's house a dwelling place which is un- becomes unholy. Jesus knew that if we stopped doing this to ourselves, we would eventually stop doing it to others. We would treat each others as the person they are, sacred in the eyes of God. And God hopes that they will be sacred in our eyes too. Here's a thought for the week. We cannot love someone else if we can't love ourselves nor are the gifts that we have, the ability to share compassion, kindness, forgiveness, hospitality, experienced by others, unless we fully experience them ourselves as they are given to us by God. This is basic 101 Christianity. Maybe this week, when we are tempted to shut out another person for whatever reason, we might show ourselves to adore and we might leave for a while. And after some moments of introspection, we can take some time to brush ourselves off, clear our heads, and we can commit ourselves to stop doing this once and for all. Then, with resolve to love people for who they are, we can re-enter the room and we can start again with others in a new way.